I have a question for you. For whom are you building your house? Let's talk about it. Blessings to you and welcome to Walk in the Word. I am your host, Robin Boone. Thank you for stopping by and I hope you can stick with me for a few minutes. So we are in 1 Chronicles chapter 29, verse 1. Then King David said to all the assembly, My son Solomon, God has chosen him alone. He's young and inexperienced. The task is great because the building will not be built for, for a human, but for the Lord God. And this is the part I want to focus on. The task is great because the building will not be built for a human, but for the Lord God. God has chosen King David's son, Solomon, to reign as king over Israel. He's also chosen Solomon to build the temple, a dwelling place for God, a place of worship, a magnificent temple for the Lord. The task is great because the building will not be built for a human, but for the Lord God. And as I've read this, I thought about my house, my home, and not necessarily the physical building, but in a sense, yes, the physical building, but also what kind of home have I built? Who was it for? As I raised my children, who did I raise them for? Who did I build them for? Who did I shape them for? Did I shape them just for me? Did I shape them just so that they could be a carbon copy of me just so that they could do the things that I wanted them to do without eternity in focus? Or did I build them? Did I help to shape them? Did I help to create an atmosphere of my home where the Spirit of God was welcomed? And I say raised because my children are adults. And so I look back and I see that God charged me once I accepted him as my savior. And even before then, but I just, you know, was blind to the spiritual things, to the things of God. But when God opened my eyes, I saw that it was necessary that I build my children, that I raise my children that I create an atmosphere in my home 
that would be pleasing to God, that I raise my children in such a way that they would know God, that they would desire to know him for themselves and to serve him and to love him and to build their lives and their homes for God. This scripture really, really speaks to me because whatever we're building, whatever we are making in this life, whatever we are creating is not for humans, but it's for God. Now, humans will benefit, of course, because we are on this earth and what we do will impact those around us and those who will partake of what we are building. But it's for God. It's always for Him. We need to have that view. And that's what David was planting into his son Solomon. And I'm sure all the years that he raised him, which is evident in uh, Proverbs In the book of Proverbs, Solomon was pouring all of this wisdom out that was given to him by his father, David, and by God. But we must build for God. If you are an architect... What you build, what you design, even though it's for the use of humans, is it to honor God? If you are a school teacher, you are helping to build and to shape young lives, not just for them but for the kingdom of God. You are a parent or even a grandparent and you have charge of young people, children. Are you shaping them? Not for humans, not for their own benefit, not just for the benefit of society and the the community in which they live, but are you shaping them to know God for themselves. If you are building a business, if you are building a corporation, if you are building wealth, are you building it? Not just for humans, but beyond that. Are you building it so that God will be glorified? So that it's a place where God, his spirit can dwell Is that where you are? If you desire to build an empire, is it for God? Or is it just for you? Oh, yes, we leave legacies for our children. Yes, we want to leave wealth behind for them. Yes, when we leave here, we want them to not have the burdens, the financial burdens. But ultimately, is what we leave and what we build 
Does it have God's name on it? Does it have his presence on it? We build churches. Are we really building them for God? Yes, we build the buildings for humans so they can come, worship, learn of God, be changed and transformed by the Spirit of God, have fellowship and community, relationships. Has to be for God. So He will get the glory in their lives. And so that actual physical building, the Spirit of God will be comfortable comfortable there and God's name will be glorified when people hear of the church your church will they know that it's for God's glory and for his honor or is it strictly for your glory and for your honor we build Things. What are they for? Human consumption, human use, yes. But is it for the glory of God? Everything we do in Colossians, do all, all that we do, do all for the glory of God. All that we do. As believers, is to honor our Lord. God is great. God is great. And he has done great things for us. The greatest thing he's done for us is to become Emmanuel and to offer himself up as a living sacrifice on the cross, we just celebrated that. We just celebrated the the crucifixion. What a dark day that was, but what a glorious day. And then the resurrection. Wow, the greatest thing. And then he saved us. And then He changed us and transformed us. And then he blessed our lives. And then, let me go back. He filled us with his spirit, with the very presence of himself. How can we not do all that we do for the glory of God? Build all that we build for the glory of God. Yes, so humans can benefit, but all for the glory of God. We build businesses. We build community organizations. We build places that help people with housing, places, social services. We build all these things, governmental uh, agencies and all of these things and security agencies and 
counseling agencies. All of these things we have built. And many of them are not built for the glory of God. They are built strictly and simply for humans. And that's it. And so God uses us Christians, he uses us to go into those buildings, to go into those places, to go into those businesses, to go into those churches, to go into those organizations, to be in the families, to be in the schools, to make the difference, to carry the presence of God there so that the atmosphere upon which those things were built that did not bring glory to God would be changed so that God would begin to get the glory. Because God's presence can change any atmosphere. God's presence, even when something is built with the wrong foundation, God's presence can change the trajectory of that organization, that building, that business, that church, God's presence can make all the difference. And so he uses mere mortals like us, mere humans like us to bring his presence wherever we go. And so if something is built, if your home is not built on the right foundation, if your home wasn't built for the glory of God, if you didn't even know that it needed to be for the glory of God because you were just not aware, just didn't know. You know, if you built your business and didn't realize that, hey, this has to be for the glory of God. If you didn't, well, God is merciful and God is gracious. And now that we know, we can change things. The task is great because the building will not be built for a human, but for the Lord God. And we know in the scripture that David is talking to his son Solomon and he's talking to him about a physical building. And come to think of it, our physical buildings, our physical houses, our temples, where we dwell, our bodies, if we have been neglectful and not been building it for the Lord, we can change. Maybe some of the damage is far-reaching and we have physical uh, impairments because we have not taken care of our physical buildings. But we can start where we are. We can start where we are and begin to rebuild this human temple so that it glorifies God. So I want to encourage you to keep building but with the mindset that that the building is not whatever you're building is not for humans not fully and totally but it's for the glory and the honor of God. It's for the worship of God. If you are building a career, 
It's for the honor and the glory of God. Let God dwell in your career. Let him dwell there. Let him lead and guide. Amen. Blessings to you. Thank you for listening. If you want to get in touch with me, have any comments, feel free to email me at walkinthewordwithrobin at gmail.com. You can find me on social media platforms under the same name, Robin Boone, or Walk in the Word with Robin. Feel free also, if you feel like someone else could be blessed by this episode, do share it. Thank you so much, and you have a blessed, blessed day.